0: The American Tent Caterpillar, by J. M. Swain, from an Entomological Circular Department of Agriculture, Dominion of Canada, in 1918. From time to time, outbreaks of the tent caterpillars occur in different parts of Canada. Not infrequently, these outbreaks attain serious proportions owing to the absence of natural or artificial means of control and the caterpillars are then severely destructive to orchards, shade trees, and hardwood forests. A few years ago, severe outbreaks of tent caterpillars occurred in the provinces of New Brunswick, Quebec, Ontario, and British Columbia, and serious defoliation of forest and orchard resulted. In localities where these outbreaks have occurred, unless the natural enemies such as parasitic insects and disease are sufficient to control the pests a recurrence of their depredations may usually be expected the nature of the injury the caterpillars appear in spring and feed upon the leaves of broad-leafed trees of many species the american tent caterpillar Malacosoma americana is most common on fruit trees wild cherry and hawthorn but when very abundant it readily attacks a variety of shade and forest trees its conspicuous tents constructed during april and may are familiar to everyone the forest tent caterpillar Malacosoma distria prefers poplar birch elm oak maple and other forest trees but it is also found in orchards, particularly in years of great abundance. During the season of 1912, these two species, but particularly the forest tent caterpillar, stripped many thousands of trees in infested districts of Quebec, Ontario, and New Brunswick. Square miles of poplar and birch were completely defoliated by the hordes of caterpillars. After the foliage of an area is destroyed, the caterpillars sometimes march in great armies in search of new food, defoliating the trees and shrubs along their route. It was not uncommon in the summer of 1912 for the trains on the Gatineau River line of the Canadian Pacific Railway in Quebec to be stopped by myriads of these caterpillars swarming on the rails which were effectively greased by their crushed bodies. The engine men were kept busy in many places, sanding the rails and sweeping away the crawling masses of caterpillars in front of the engine, while the latter was often covered with hundreds of the creatures after passing through the infested districts. Similar instances of the stoppage of trains by the caterpillars have been reported from New Brunswick and British Columbia. By the end of the first week in june large areas of poplar and birch notably in the gatineau valley and in the eastern townships of quebec were stripped as bare of foliage as though it were midwinter toward the middle of july the moths collected in myriads about the arc lights of the city of ottawa and the females deposited immense numbers of egg masses on the twigs of the city shade trees upon objects of all kinds outbreaks of these caterpillars have been common in eastern canada and the united states from the earliest times both are native species the tent caterpillar now injurious in our apple orchards probably had as its original food tree the wild cherry which it apparently still prefers outbreaks were recorded from massachusetts as early possibly as sixteen forty six and at recurring intervals and in varying localities these species have appeared throughout eastern america as destructive pests to orchards shade trees and forests the american tent caterpillar mollicosoma americana fabricius this is the tent building species so common in orchards during may and june it should not be confused with the fall webworm which constructs larger tents during the latter part of the season the adult is a medium-sized moth with a wing expanse of one and one-half inches or less reddish brown in color with two oblique white bands across each forewing near the middle the male is distinctly smaller than the female and has densely feathered antennae, or feelers. The caterpillar, when full-grown, is about two inches in length. It is black, sparsely clothed, with yellowish hairs, and has a whitish band bordered with reddish-brown lines along the middle of the back. There is a row of blue spots along each side, with reddish-brown and yellow lines and markings on the sides below. The egg mass The eggs are usually deposited in thick, ring-like masses about the twigs. Each grayish black mass contains from 150 to 350 eggs, firmly embedded in and completely covered by a glue-like liquid, which hardens and holds the eggs safely in position until they hatch in the following April, and often for long afterwards. The ends of the egg masses are usually noticeably more sloping than those of the forest tent caterpillar. Life history and habits. The egg masses of this species are found near the tips of the twigs during the winter. The young caterpillars hatch from the eggs during the first warm spring days, just as the apple buds are opening, in fact, often before any leaves have appeared. They feed first upon the varnish-like covering of the egg masses, if the buds have not opened, and soon attack the opening buds or young leaves. The caterpillars from each egg mass begin at once the construction of a silken tent in a nearby crotch. During fine weather, they feed at intervals upon the neighboring foliage and take shelter within the tent when not feeding, and particularly during cold or stormy weather layer after layer of silk spun in threads through the mouths of the caterpillars is added to the tent so that it usually presents a neat appearance and increases in size to accommodate the fast-growing caterpillars on a single medium-sized wild cherry tree at chelsea quebec thirty-seven of these tents were counted each of these tents will shelter from about one hundred to 250 caterpillars the caterpillars feed for about six weeks and become mature during the last two weeks of june or earlier according to the season and locality they then wander restlessly about seeking a suitable shelter for pupating they come to rest finally in some crevice under loose bark in a folded leaf in an angle of a fence or building or even among the silk of the tent or on the side of a house. Each caterpillar spins about itself a tough sack or cocoon of white silk and attaches it firmly to the object upon which it rests by a mass of more loosely spun silken strands. A fluid ejected by the caterpillar upon the cocoon dries and produces a characteristic yellow powder which is dislodged readily when the cocoons are disturbed. Within the cocoon, the caterpillar enters upon a resting or pupal stage. The outer skin dries and splits, and a brownish, apparently legless and wingless pupa emerges therefrom. It lies almost motionless within the cocoon, while the organs of the adult moth are developing within its hard outer skin the cocoons are spun mostly during the last two weeks of june and the pupal stage lasts from ten days to two weeks when the moth has fully developed within the skin of the pupa the pupal skin splits and allows it to emerge at one end of the cocoon the fibres of silk are so arranged that the moth can work its way through without injury and it thus escapes in perfect condition The males and females fly during the evening, and after mating, the latter proceed to deposit their eggs. The young caterpillars are fully formed within the eggs before the end of the season, but remain there until hatching time in the following spring. End of the American Tent Caterpillar by J.M. Swain from an entomological circular by the Department of Agriculture, Dominion of Canada, published in 1918. Read for LibriVox by Sue Anderson.